Welcome to another episode of Urgent Care. My name is, as always, as it is every week, and will be every week going forward, but I'm still going to tell you, it is Joel Kim Booster. Who am I staring at? Mitra Johari. And no matter what happens, my name is going to stay this way. And we've tried to get her to change it. We've tried. (laughs) But she won't do it. There was a time in high school when I was like, it would be so cool if I got people to call me like Mia or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think because um, of like uh, racism. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, yes. Uh, I think ultimately it's not a happy story, but it is funny to imagine being a Mia. <laughs> yeah. And it is triumphant that you remained Mitra. Yes. At that point, it was too late for a name I'm going to start calling you Amy Schumar. Shumar. Shumar. <laughs> I think also maybe it's a little bit of like Princess um oh Princess Diaries. Um leftover. Mia Thermopolis. Princess. Mia, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously. Amelia obviously, Mignonette. Obviously. What is it? Amelia Mignonette. Rinaldi Thermopolis, Princess mm-hmm. of Genovia. Genovia. Thank God. And as you all know, <laughs> if you're a fan of the podcast, this is the Princess Diaries recap podcast where every week we talk about the Princess <sighs> Diaries once again. Um, Have we Jake- talked about it before? No, I actually don't know oh. if we have. I think we maybe actually we've referenced it many times. I'm I sure think. we have. I think about it so much. Yeah, lives rent free in my brain vibes. <laughs> it um, really does, though. It, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I rewatched it like a year ago on an airplane, RAP, and I loved it again. I need to see that. Maybe I need to see it. Um, it's funny. We are not a Princess Diaries recap podcast, although that is a fun offshoot, maybe for the Patreon. Um, where we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> where we talk about it. Um, but we are, in fact, an advice podcast where we give you advice. Um, these are real calls, real emails called from people who listen to our podcast for whatever reason and think that we are qualified to give them advice. But the the twist, the sort of the game of the podcast is we are not qualified to give advice, but we mm-hmm. do it anyways. Much of the advice is bad. Mm-hmm, but by design. By design. It's on purpose. Mm-hmm. Anytime we give advice that you think is bad, just know that we're like, we know. We, we know. know. We're trying we're to give bad advice. We're ha in ha. on it. <laughs> we are stupid. <laughs> we are not smart. No. And we never <laughs> said we were. Okay? So we're protected. We are we protected are. under the laws of this country. Okay? Stupid people can say whatever they want on a podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, epic takedown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitra, how the hell are you? Um, I'm fine. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm like in the middle of getting ready to leave LA for three months. So I'm like, um, overwhelmed, but like I've I've got stuff to do, which it just feels nice. Yeah. That must feel nice. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know. That's pretty much all I'm thinking about is like, what I want to bring to be away for three months. And I'm I'm driving, I'm driving to where I'm going. So I get to bring all my fun stuff. I'm gonna bring <laughs> I, like I get to I get to bring equipment with me. <laughs> Which is nice. <laughs> what kind of equipment? I, I don't know. Like I'm gonna I get to bring this big old microphone with me. Yeah. That That's is nice. nice. I've never like I, it, I've just it's nice to think of like, oh, what conveniences do I want? I'm having fun like planning for the trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. I'm jealous that you get to go on a trip. Hopefully, I'll get to go on a trip someday. I know. We don't know. I well, I I do. It's three months is a long time. I yeah. will say that. So I I think that's why I'm like really thinking about like the conveniences and yeah. what kind of shit I can pack because I'm like 
I just think I'm going to like, I think it's going to be really fun, but I think I'm also going to be really sad. <laughs> so yeah. I'm trying to like bring stuff. <laughs> yeah. Comfort, that will comfort. Heal creature comforts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I'm investigating pottery studios where I'll be so that I can fire stuff and like send it to friends. That's like my fun thing that I'm trying to figure out. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, but I started, I've started like, uh, mailing out pottery to people and um, I just sent a vase to Sydney Washington and she got it today and it like just makes me really happy when I see my stuff in people's homes being used um, so that was exciting you don't know that it's being used I do because she sent me a video of her using it, it it's a vase and she is putting flowers in it okay all right it's easy to use a vase. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can it put anything in a there. vase. You, if you stick something in a vase, you're using it. I have vases that don't have anything in them. And I would say you're still using yeah, it. Yeah, I'm still it's, using it. It's an it. ornament. It's an ornament. It's a bookstopper in my case. So, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you got me. Gotcha, you bitch. know what? I'm done. I'm done for the day. I've been owned. I've been owned so hard on this podcast. I can't oh, continue. And, and, um... I've been really happy with Real Housewives of Atlanta. I feel like I've gotten like legit joy from the past couple of weeks and felt Mm -hmm. really, really good watching it. Yeah. (laughs) I would say if you're a fan of I Love Lucy, you need to be watching Real Housewives of Atlanta because Portia Williams is a modern day Lucille Ball. Yes. Didn't they say that on Bitch Sesh this week? They too? did say that I on Bitch like Sesh is... and Chris Murphy said it in his recap. And yes. I agree. Oh, I think they were maybe quoting Chris. Chris Murphy. Yeah. And I. Yes, they were quoting Chris. Um, I love Chris's recaps. The the Real Housewives of Atlanta and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City recaps are both um, really good. Now we're really in the weeds. Now we're, we're in the not, weeds. We're not only subjecting people to Housewives talk, but we are subjecting people to talking about recaps. <laughs> Of the housewives, people. How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm I'm doing kind of shitty. I feel like okay. So it was my birthday this past weekend. Yes, happy um, birthday! Gummy. Thank happy you. Birthday. Thank you. Um, we, I, I, we we wish happy birthday off pod. Just yes, to be clear, I yes, didn't wait for yeah. the pod. No, she would never. <laughs> um, she and um, it was a good it was a good birthday weekend. I did as much as I possibly could under the current circumstances. Um, had went to my friend's pool, which was fun. But I did end up staying up until 7 a.m. for no reason. Um, just sort of like I was like sort of like, it's my birthday. I want to see the sunrise. You've been um, obsessed with sunrises recently. Yes. And I will tell you, it is not easy to do this anymore consequence free. I'm still now. This is Tuesday. I have not yet recovered. Um, my body has not yet recovered. I still feel like hell. Um, I threw up twice at the gym today, um, which is pretty sick pretty sick of me to do um to push myself so hard that i threw up um i also did a little body scan at the gym today and discovered that all the weight that i've gained in quarantine has been in fact just fat no muscle what's a body scan they do this special body scan and it it sort of tells you how much of your weight is muscle how much of it is your bones and how much of it is fat is it like oh it's like a machine yeah okay i don't want to do that and it's yeah. <laughs> well, I was so excited because I was like, "Oh, I know that all of this weight was good weight, and like some of it may be bad, but it was the, no, it was all the muscle was a flat line from a year ago when I when I last did the the scan, and all of the weight that I've gained has been fat. So that was pretty disheartening, and that's why I ended up throwing up. I think is because I was like, I got to push myself, um, fix, fix it all in a day, fix it all in a day, <laughs> as, as, as sort of gain as is work. possible, yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, pretty feeling pretty shitty um, in that regard and just physically feel exhausted and feeling bad that like at 33 years old, I can't stay up to 7 a.m. without any consequences anymore. It's really sad. It is really, really sad. It's the saddest thing I've heard. (laughs) It's the saddest thing I've heard all week. It's um, cool that you did. You tried and did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) I just love watching the sunrise, babe. I you just can, love watching you can just the wake sunrise. up. You can just wake up. No, okay. no, it's not the same. It is not the same, but I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm hearing myself say it, and I am sort of echoing your sentiment. Who cares? <laughs> 
as hey as as the most boring woman alive i say who cares (laughs) i'm never seeing the sunrise on purpose (laughs) (laughs) you did though we connected over that oh yes i did but it what but it, it was not on purpose (laughs) <laughs> it was like well it was it wasn't like a cool thing it was like i had i slept and then i woke up like i, I wasn't oh. like rocking and rolling got it i was filming we we're filming a sketch yeah. oh. <laughs> so it's actually the opposite of so cool. it's getting cooler <laughs> less cool by the second the more you well that's what i'm saying most boring person in the world yeah. <laughs> certainly not one cool bone in my body um I would never accuse you of having one either. And we celebrate that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's why this partnership works because one of us is cool and one of us isn't. Sort of an odd couple. Yeah. Okay. Sort of two guys, a girl's in a pizza place, Dharma and Greg. Except you're Greg, I'm Dharma. And hey, I, I don't know what the, I don't know about them. So I agree. Mm. <laughs> I know of, I don't know about. Okay. 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 So our, many of our listeners know, okay? Many of our Gen Z listeners are uh, love Dharma and Greg. Love Dharma and Greg. <laughs> Huge it's on crazy TikTok. We do have Gen Z listeners and that yeah, I would cool. say a large – I would say a pretty good portion of our listenership is Gen Z. We salute you. We salute you. <laughs> I we hope salute, we never upset you. <laughs> we salute our by Gen Z uh, listeners only. Hey, we salute you. We fear you. Yeah. That <laughs> we is meet you. paramount. Paramount, I want to say, is that our fear of Gen Z. Um, I, we're scared. I have, a, I have a TikTok and I posted something on TikTok and then immediately felt the most fear I felt in 2021. <laughs> yeah, I never. Would never, ever, ever. Um, yeah, it was a bad choice. I've thought about a TikTok. I'll tell you offline. Okay. We have so many cupcakes. You, you this thought week. of a TikTok or yeah. you thought, oh, uh, wait, offline? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's, great. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it on the pod. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Yeah. Want to debut okay. it on TikTok? No one else can know. I, I um, can't wait to hear about it offline. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, that was mostly just to tease because we love. We have to mention one secret on the pod every, every single episode, week. Yes. Otherwise, it's not an episode of Urgent Care if we're not telling secrets um, or, or keeping secrets from the listenership. <laughs> That's true. Should we um, deliver the cup dates to the chefs? Yes, I think we should deliver <laughs> the cup dates to the chefs. Um, we have a bunch of them this week. I will start because um, uh, I love this update. Oh, we don't get enough update. This is an, a true update. Cup date. Cup date. Cup date. Cup date. Um, from one of our last <laughs> listeners. This was, um, well, they, they recap it in the email, so I'll just read it here. Hi, Mitra, Joel, Joel, Mitra. It's self-esqueen here. I wrote to you half a year ago about how a cheating ex-partner hurt my self-esteem, and I needed help building it back. Your advice was to take and post as many unhinged, sexy photos of myself as possible. And surprise, it worked. I fully thirst-trapped my way into a new year, and a new super hot boyfriend has... Even And my new super hot boyfriend has even commented on how good I am at it and how I would make a killing on OnlyFans. Thank you for helping me find this new skill I never knew I had. I also wanted to share that pottery was a great way to build confidence, too. I was 100% inspired by Mitra, and now I regularly take socially distanced classes at a studio. Every class has made me feel smarter, more creative, and stronger. If any chefs are going through a breakup, I cannot endorse the thirst trap pottery (laughs) method enough. It got me through a really hard time, and I hope it helps you, too. Thank you for all the laughter and great advice. Wow. Hall of Fame. Yeah. We really both got something yes. amazing in this one. Really, truly. It was sort of like my medicine and your medicine combined really worked for this person in a way that I would say rarely does for most of our listeners. I know. But well, it's usually like one of us offers something semi-helpful and the other one offers something that, you know worst thing that could ever happen yeah it's usually like me offering the worst case scenario and you offering pottery and that's and then we move on from there um (laughs) but i want to say i want to say to self esqueen really quickly i think there is an opportunity here for a really sick instagram account where you just post your pottery with you semi-nude that's all over tiktok there are so many tiktok accounts of just hot people throwing on the wheel looking hot and they have so many followers i follow them there are so many they're so good and you will you will blow up if you are just hot doing pottery huge opportunity for you do it. huge opportunity take this thing to the next level or take it to creator fund or or only fans but yeah you know but tiktok seems like a good first step okay yeah um great another email so the yeah oh you know who this is for right uh, ah. 
<laughs> and this was our listener who had a lot of self-esteem issues and um, wanted to know, um, you know, how to fix that and also where we got the right to ask people out on dates, which was yes. an interesting way to frame it. So here you go. Hey, MJ and ah, I hope this email finds you well. I really related to the email having gone through something very similar myself, i.e. having my self-worth punched to sub-zero and thinking I was the absolute opposite of good-looking, desirable, worthy of love, you name it, and that I had missed the train and would never be intimate with anyone, let alone have a relationship. Well, think again. As a remedy, I propose the following three things that helped me. No, you are not alone. I used to think I was the only one who was feeling this way and that everyone else was out and about having fun, sex, partners, etc. This is not true. Unfortunately, many people feel lonely and insecure, especially when it comes to sex, relationships, etc. They just don't know. They just don't show it to you most of the time. Next, know that it is okay where you are right now. Sex and relationships are truly not everything, and if you haven't done those things yet, that is totally fine. Your real self-worth does not come from these things. Just go out there after the pandemic and try it. Just go on a couple dates, go have sex with a few people, doing it and seeing for yourself what these things are like will help you a lot. Please know that it really is not that difficult to have a few dates slash sex in real life, even though it may feel like an insurmountable thing to you right now. People are horny, bored, etc., and not the high beings you might think, lol. And if you feel insecure, just fake it till you make it. A warning, you will probably discover that all the fuss about sex and relationships is way exaggerated. Most of the time, these things are really just mediocre at best. Joel and Mitra, feel free to support or contradict this, lol. But sometimes you really need to try stuff yourself to discover that. The fact that you ask these questions alone shows that you ab that you absolutely do have the right to ask someone out and that you are an amazing and considerate person. But beware, most people are not that way, lol. Rooting for you. All the best from Europe. Okay, wow. and now, oh, wait, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, great advice. Great advice. Yeah. Um, I would say that um, most of the sex I have is overrated and does not meet expectations, and uh, I don't care about relationships, so. Yeah, I would say um, it's great if it's great, but most of the time it's not. <laughs> yeah, so no so. contradictions, just backing up. Yeah. Just backing up. And I think um, some really great advice for... Uh, <laughs> and again, if we ever have a live show. <laughs> yep, here it comes. Um, this last update is for Date Her, date her Minor. Um, and this was our, our chef who um, was... Uh, developing feelings for her friend who was in a toxic relationship and didn't know what to do about that. Hi, Mitra and Joel and Heather. <laughs> I, <laughs> Heather? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Heather is. I think maybe they got confused and that they're thinking Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> ah, yes. But the famous Heather. <laughs> the famous Heather. <laughs> um, but we're keeping it in. So hello to Heather out there. Hello to Heather. I have some AKA hot producer Chelsea, AKA AKA Heather. Heather. Um, (laughs) I have some best case scenario experience to share with date her minor from today's episode. Um, Dear date her minor. I was in your exact position a couple years ago. So I wanted to offer a word of both encouragement and warning to supplement Joel and Mitra's great advice. The encouragement. The upshot is we are now in a serious and healthy romantic relationship. It turns out that my partner's previous relationship was far more toxic than I was initially aware and our friendship created a strong foundation for our relationship. We are now so grateful that we acknowledged the connection and pursued it, and I hate to think of an alternate reality where we ignored our feelings because they weren't supposed to happen. The warning. The first few months were incredibly draining for both of us, filled with lots of uncertainty and vulnerability. If your feelings are reciprocated, just know that your friend is facing a heavier and more complex decision than you are. He will be grappling with whether his feelings for you are enough to end a long-term relationship, and if so, he will also carry the emotional burden of a difficult breakup. You will also be centered in their breakup, even if there were plenty of other reasons that their relationship needed to end. He will probably need time just to process and recover his sense of self before entering a new relationship with you. If it feels right, shoot your shot, but be patient and prepare to offer whatever support or distance he needs in the process. Um, Great. Great advice from somebody who's been there and back. Um, Love it. I think great perspective to have. Um, Amazing updates from all of our chefs this week. Um... We love our community and just want to shout out, um, obviously, this podcast is an audio 
experience, but we did have oh. a chef who sent us um, <laughs> drawings inspired by the green M&M voicemail that we love so much of all the different ways that they could repurpose the green M&M and make it part of the furniture. Um, and we just want to, I really, really, really loved the renderings. <laughs> yeah. We should ask if we can post online. I'll tweet it and you oh. can Instagram it. Um, yes, because it is really, I think, important that the people see. It's so funny. Um, so just wanted to celebrate that person who made those drawings. We see you. We, <laughs> we see, see you. you. We salute you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, I'm going to throw up all over this mic. And you're going to listen to it. Okay. It's be great. Excellent. And we're back. <laughs> epic. <laughs> epic. Epic, epic, epic. Okay. Yes! <laughs> we have our first email of the week, and it is a good one. I shall read it. Obsessed Wait, with is it my turn? It's no, actually it's my turn. Your, it's your turn. You should read it. Okay, thank you. We're, we are obsessed with justice and parody on this podcast. <laughs> email. Back in July 2020, my husband and I found out I was pregnant. Around eight weeks, I told my boss I had a few upcoming prenatal appointments and didn't want to try and come up for excuses for needing to leave work early. She took it upon herself to tell multiple people in the office and vendors I don't have a close relationship with, despite me telling her that we were keeping it private until I was further along. We, unfor we unfortunately lost the pregnancy in September, and it was traumatic having basically strangers asking about the baby and having to tell them I wasn't pregnant anymore. In December, I found out that I'm pregnant again, and I don't know how to address this at work as we are, again, not telling many people. I need to tell my boss so I can freely go to appointments, but I'm nervous she will tell people again. How do I let her know that her past actions were hurtful and can't help can't happen this time? Do I even mention it? Once morning sickness dies down, you are free to sit on my face if pregnant women are your king. No judgment here. Thanks. Okay. We've got okay. pregnancy. Horrible uh, bosses. Nine months. Um... Um, nine months fetus, baby. Uh, fetus lapidus. <laughs> have we have we not done that yet? I can't. I couldn't tell you. We've done weedus lapidus. We've not <laughs> <Yes>. done. <laughs> we've not done fetus lapidus. <laughs> Can we? Do we dare? Do we dare? Okay. Should we spend four more seconds trying to think of yeah, something yeah, else? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Nine months. I was going to say 19 months and counting. <laughs> okay, fetus lapidus it is. <laughs> fetus lapidus. Let the record show we tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried our best. But th sometimes it's when it's good, it's good, and we just have to leave it at that. Can I just say, maybe... I, I've, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand your job right now. Um, but I want to say that because of COVID... There are so many good excuses to leave that you don't even have to tell her right away. I feel like maybe come up with more excuses before telling her the truth, before it's absolutely necessary to tell her the truth. That way you buy yourself some time. So what I'm basically saying is my go-to, which is lie, 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 lie. <laughs> I definitely – yeah, I I think it, it – in most cases, it is easier to lie. That being said, it – probably hopefully will become relevant like you you will have these things ongoing and these appointments and i i think you have to tell her that i i think this person was probably like very excited it's not a good thing that they did this it's it's fucked up that they shared something after you asked them not to but if you are an, if you are not able to lie about the reason why you are leaving work to go to these appointments, then you should say, this was a traumatic thing. You made it more traumatic. Don't do it again. Um, but lie for as long as you can, I think. Well, I think that's difficult to say to your boss, though, isn't it? Like, to put that on your boss is sort of, I, depending on your relationship, can be pretty tricky. So, I think it's, yes, it is. But I, but, but I think worthwhile, like, I, I think... Otherwise, they'll just do it again. Well, I think the, the the other option here is to like take them by the hands, look them, put your forehead on their forehead, forehead to forehead, and say, "June, 
I love you so much. You are more than a boss to me. And I just want to tell you, I want to let you in on my life and this secret. And you cannot tell anybody else because we are only telling our parents and you. Because you are so deeply important to me. And this is what is going on. And please don't tell anyone else because it would break the trust that we have built here together. And again, your forehead is still on her forehead. Of course. And you sort of take a deep breath and then kiss her on the mouth. I love that, (laughs) which actually segues perfectly into what I was about to say, which was, is there an HR person you can get involved? (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I, I don't really know. Like, I've not obviously not. Well, not obviously. I have not navigated this specific thing, but I, I do wonder if there's someone you can get involved and have them be part of that conversation with the two of you. Like if, if it's not just a one-on-one conversation with your boss or consult an HR person at your work and be like, figure out a good way to navigate it so you don't feel as alone in confronting your boss about something that they did that is more fucked up than they probably realize. Yeah. I, I mean... Not to go back to lying right away, but I do think that, like, maybe you just tell them you have a really bad disease that requires mm-hmm. a lot of medical attention until, mm-hmm. and then, you, and then when it's, when you are ready and you're at the point when you're, you're sort of telling everyone that you're pregnant, it's like, oh, it wasn't lupus. It was a baby. Um, and, and yeah, you should, and you can tell, you can tell them that you just pooped and you, there was a baby in the toilet, like all yeah. the TLC shows. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think say, it's foolproof. I think so too. Lie. I have or- to go to. I am sorry. I have to go to the hospital because of my bone spurs. You know, <laughs> and just like mm-hmm. I have, I have monthly appointments, weekly. I don't know how many appointments you have as a, as a pregnant woman, but I have weekly appointments for my bone spurs, and they're really difficult. And then you come out when the baby's there and say, "Look at this little bone spur." You know, turns this- out my bone spur was a person. <laughs> <laughs> it's foolproof. It's foolproof. Can't go wrong. Um, I'm sorry you went through that, but definitely um, lie. (laughs) Or get get HR HR involved. involved. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, We have a we have a a a good a good short voicemail now. Let's listen to this one. Hey guys, um, I'm 22. My boyfriend is 24. Um, is it unreasonable that I make fun of him for putting on the Beach Boys during sex? Like, like it was um, it was a don't worry, baby, and I I teased him about it after, but it's like that's not fuck music, right? <laughs> anyway, thanks guys. I love you, boss. Um, bye. <laughs> okay. We got to name this person now. Okay. Um, what are some Beach Boys songs? I actually don't even know. I Get Around. I Get Around. God Only Knows. Oh, yeah. God Only Ho. God Only Hoes. Great. Great, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> because these two are a little f- couple of hoes. hoes. Sleeping. Wow. Peter sleeping Smith. together before marriage. Peter Smith cover from Shrill. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Listen to it in the car often. Um, God Only Hoes. Um, I feel like God Only Hoes, like the naming process is actually going to take longer than the advice here because I will say, yes, you're right. It's reasonable to make fun of him for the music choice during you sex. You can do whatever you want. Also, like this is the first one where I'm where I feel fairly positive that – we are directly in the middle of a fight. Like we're going to be used to answer, like to solve the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, assuming like, he respects what we have to say, of course. But I feel like they're like, yeah, call urgent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, rarely do I feel like I know that this will get played for the person on the other end yeah. of the argument. But I really believe, and I hope. I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of this. Yeah, I I, I want to speak directly to the man in this relationship. One of the God only ho ho. You gotta get a better fuck playlist. There's so many better fuck music out there. Frank Ocean Channel Orange is what I go to. Um, I also just feel like there are better Beach Boys songs for fuck. Like what? I mean, I feel like God only knows is better. God you want to fuck to God only I'd knows be without you. I feel like it's sweet. 
Yeah, I I'm guess we, I guess that speaks to the difference music. of kind of sex that we're having. Like, well, that I don't I don't want to have sex to that, but I would rather have sex to that than don't worry, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you had to, <laughs> there yeah. are even better songs. <laughs> within like, if their you catalog. can only keep it up to the Beach Boys, then yeah, there are better choices. There for are sure. options that I believe are better. Within the catalog. And maybe that is a compromise. <laughs> Can I pitch you a movie? Yeah. For you to star in? Yeah. Okay. You get hit uh, by a car on your bike. You <laughs> okay. wake up in the hospital. Only you can remember the Beach Boys and their songs. <laughs> and you get wildly famous for performing, singing and performing. You pivot from comedy and you get wildly famous for performing the songs of the Beach Boys. I would, I would, I would have loved to have been in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Hollywood, put me in that type of movie. (laughs) Bad movies. (laughs) Put me in bad movies. (laughs) She's begging you. I will give you everything that I have. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I do think you can gently tease. I think it could be a very fun thing together to collaborate on a pl- fuck playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it into a fun activity, figuring can... out music that you both think is horny. <clears throat> and I bet you'll get horny while you're making the playlist. Yeah. And end up fucking. I will say one time uh, I was having penetrative sex with someone. And as the penetration happened, a, an acoustic cover of You're the One That I Want from Greece came <laughs> on. And <laughs> it really changed the course of the relationship, I will say. You, it's, it's hard to recover from a silly song being played during sex, especially during penetration. Yeah. You're the one I, that I want. You're the one honey. It could be beautiful. Acoustic. I mean, I feel like any version of it is rough. Well, it's just we had to pause and go, is this you're the one that I want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, the Beach Boys would make me go, is this the Beach Boys? Really? It's definitely not top of the list. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Make the playlist together. Um, gently tease him. If he gets really upset, then drop it. But I think ultimately it's totally fine for you to make fun of him. We're on your side, babe. Yeah. We're Collab. definitely on your side. Collab on a list. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Email number two of the day. I'm going to read it. Okay. Hello, Mitra Joel, newcomer Chelsea, and mysterious July. Wow, July getting a shout out today. No I'm Ryan, a game- no Heather. <laughs> <laughs> no Ryan or Heather. That is crazy. <laughs> Where's Heather at all of this? <laughs> yeah. Real newcomer Heather. Um, I'm a gay man, been out of the closet for years and years, and I celebrate me for that. Unfortunately, I'm consistently mistaken for straight, even by people I've met multiple times. Unless it comes up, most people have no idea I'm gay. It's annoying because I don't want to give off the wrong vibe. I've had women say to me, oh my god, I thought you were hitting on me, once they find out I'm gay, and then be way more comfortable around me afterwards. People will tell me, wow, you don't seem gay, like it's some kind of compliment, and it drives me crazy. When I used to go out to bars with my friends, who my friend who is a straight woman, she would tell me I need to gay it up so guys would know I wasn't a threat. I don't know what to do with that. I also don't really have any gay friends, and I think it's partially because I don't give off gay vibes, so I don't meet other gay people out in the wild. I want to be more connected with my community. I want to belong in the gay world, but I guess I just don't know how. I used to go to gay bars occasionally, pre-pandemic, but I never really talked to anyone. I don't know. Would love to hear your thoughts. Anyway, thanks for love the pod. Love you both. Joel, there's a seat with your name on it, and it's called My Face. Hmm. clever clever <laughs> a new twist on the old classic mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we naming this not gay gay okay um so we've got they don't they don't have what they believe to be gay vibes, vibes yeah mm-hmm. gay vibrations sort of the good vibrations yeah, and yeah, yeah, energy. yeah. I, I got um, that okay 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 well I you just that. your face didn't actually even move one inch so <laughs> I, <laughs> so I just wanted to check they weren't frozen or anything. <laughs> Um, sort of, um, gaydar, sort of, um, mm-hmm. not working for him. He doesn't Gay- show up on gaydar. He's a stealth. Gay- he's stealthy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
wants to be a gay community member. Gay community <laughs> stuff. Gay community. Gay community by Dan Harmon. Chameleon. Um, gay million. Okay. Gay million. <laughs> He's a gay million. Well, Charmeleon. Okay. <laughs> isn't what? that the? Isn't there a Charmeleon? There's Charmander. Why am I? There's a. There's got it. There's Charmeleon. Thank God. Okay. He's the second Fire one. Fire type Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Charmander, so Charmeleon, 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 Charmeleon. Yeah. Okay. Great. Cool. Um, <laughs> Glad Wait, we took that detour. Another episode, another where, episode where we look at Pokemon. <laughs> I can't believe. Okay. Um, wow. Gameleon. Not deserving of life. <laughs> so do we want to go with Gamander then? Game- yeah. Gamander. <laughs> sort of a real walk away from what the subject of the But, but what's nice is, is but- they heard all the steps that it took us to get there. And mm-hmm, sometimes it's, mm-hmm. it's more about the journey Gamander. than the destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, Gamander. Gamander it is. Mitra, I would love for you to go first here. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> How does this guy be more gay and have more gay friends? How would you fix him? Oh, yeah, that's so for me. <laughs> well, first of all, I feel like we have like a lot of a lot of guys emailing and calling in that have rough straight female friends yeah (laughs) and i want to condemn that (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) you know ladies we can we can we can quit it with the gay it up (laughs) i want to gently gently nudge my my ladies out there (laughs) Hey ladies. hey ladies <laughs> if you're tempted to say gay it up <laughs> if you want to be queer eyed by your single your only gay friend yes stop. it's been it's been such a trend i don't know what it i mean whatever okay um i think well generally i think first of all i would say like you know if if you feel like stressed out in like a bar setting, you don't have to force yourself to do that. I think like outside of like, like sexuality in general, like there are people who like going out to bars and meeting people. And there are people who don't like doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's okay. You, there are other ways to meet people. There are other ways. Like I, I understand that that is a place where it, it is a hotbed for gay people going to a gay bar. But there are other ways to meet gay people if that's what you're trying to do. For sure. I think like you're narrowing it down. You're, you're, re- you're sort of reversing the order here, which is like you were like, I want to meet gay people. But like gay people, like how, you know, like wh- who, gay people who are into what, you know, start right. with that. Like, are, want- are you into sports? Are you into dodgeball? Are you into a book club? Are you into pottery? Like there are, we, we have infiltrated the culture writ large in a way that straight people hate. Yes. I mean, I, I think like this, the sentence, like I want to belong in the gay world. It's like, what gay world? Like, (laughs) like, like there, there are, there are elements of, there are chapter like there are different parts chapters every, <laughs> there are chapters but there like are there, lo- there's a local chapter there's a national <laughs> chapter uh get in, get in touch with the president of your chapter actually there are a million types of people so you need to just like what what are your interests find like pursue your interests yeah and you will find like-minded people and you will probably find other gay people there too yeah and i i will say and he has to know this but like this you're in possession of an immense amount of privilege within our community. People love gay guys who don't seem gay in the community. People seek out gay guys who don't seem gay in the community. And I know that like you're sort of like you're renouncing that privilege, but just know that like this is not something to openly complain about in mixed company, I would say, um, because it is it's it's a non-issue. It's a non-problem. It's a a problem that many men wish they had, quite frankly. And so what I would do is not gay it up, but like oftentimes when I'm at the gym and I approach a woman to work in or – you know, get something, ask her if she's done with something. I immediately say, hi, I'm gay. Um, are you <laughs> done with this bench? You know? Um, and that I get, I get wanting to put women at ease. I definitely get wanting to put women at ease. And so sometimes I'll just sort of like, I'll saunter over, you know, 
do a lot. And, and for, the, for the listeners, yes, we are getting a shoulder shimmy from Joel. <laughs> I'll sort of shimmy over and sort of say, like, hey, you know, maybe maybe your friend is right. Maybe try gaying it up. See how it feels. Maybe we spoke too soon. Maybe we spoke too soon. And maybe you should actually try gaying it up. Gay Mander. As I think, like, it does sort of remind me of... Um, and this might be, I might, I'm, I'm very possibly projecting, but it does remind me of our, I can't remember if it was a call or an email, but there was a person who was sort of envious of a guy in their friend circle who was like sort of out, yeah, out proud, yeah. and, and like acting quote more gay and feeling really jealous about that. And if there are things that you want to be doing that you're not doing because you feel like you have been in a, a certain box i think push yourself to do those things but don't force yourself to do things that you hate just because you want to be part of a community, a community. that is multifaceted yeah. and and i don't know what city you're in but like um and i know that this this reddit this subreddit i always go back to reddit but like the subreddit gay bros is like it's a very mixed community i know it, a lot of people are sort of anti that community i'm in it and it's fine um it's there's also like city specific subreddits that you can join it's a really great place for people of all different kinds of of gayness and uh to sort of meet and interact and you can sort of splinter off and find meetups and guys who are doing you know I mean, this is all, you know, assuming the pandemic ends soon, sort of nights where they go and they play poker or they go bowling or something like that. And I, if any of those things strike your fancy, that might be a way to meet gay men that are more aligned with your interests. <laughs> Joel and I just smiled at each other silently. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> really visually oriented podcast <laughs> a lot of narration yeah. <laughs> um great should we move on to our next voicemail or do we need to take a break i think we need to take a break first and then oh, we can thank god i know i need a breather <laughs> okay bye-bye bye okay hello hi <laughs> <laughs> Really we are giggly. We are silly. Have we given <laughs> one piece of advice? No. no. <laughs> Not one. Well, Joel actually gave a lot of great advice. I said that um, <laughs> there were chapters of games. So. <laughs> She's learning. She's learning. Just really struggling sure. to find the words that I was looking for, but just continuing to talk in the meantime. <laughs> Okay, let's play the next voicemail. <laughs> Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra, lesbian chef reporting for duty. But <laughs> basically, the hobby I have been doing throughout this year has been crochet. And I even made an Instagram to share my little crochet projects and creations like hats, sweaters, you know, the whole, everything. Anyways. And I think in an effort to support me, my friends and my family have been, like, commissioning things for me, which I'm, like, so happy to do. It keeps me busy, but they also offer to pay, and I feel terrible because, like, why would I capitalize off something that, like, truly just brings me pure joy? But I also need to maintain the hobby. So, like, yes, like, I need money to get supplies and stuff, but... So I just, like, need advice on how to not feel bad about taking their money and, like, accept that my work is, like, valuable because I just, like, I keep changing prices and I just feel like they're going to realize and then I'm going to kind of put it in the middle of a pickle. Anyways, thank you for any advice. This pod is funny AF and I have a girlfriend, so do not sit on my face, please. Thank you. Bye. Mm. But we're not like gonna just do it. Yeah, <laughs> we wait for the invitation. Exactly, and then, and then we fly to wherever you tell us to go. We do it, and then we get right back on the plane and we go home. And it's all COVID safe, of course. Heavily, heavily tested. Everyone was masked. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we've got. She's in a pickle. She's in a crochet pickle of Lassic. Um, Yes. <laughs> She's a um, lesbian. We know that. We know that for sure. 
<laughs> if she didn't say it. Trust me, the the, the context of her, her call would, would have let me know. Do you want to elaborate? Uh, I will. I'll get into it. Actually, don't. Um, <laughs> hobby. Hobby. Hobby pickle. Um, um, cro- okay. Crochet. Um, crochet all day. <laughs> Crochet all day. Crochet all day. Crochet all day it is. I like it. Um, I will say to this person, um, you are worth it, babe. You're worth it. And you cannot continue to do this. You cannot continue to do this hobby without being some type of funding. And you control the amount of money that people are paying you. It's not like you uh, can, you're asking for an exorbitant amount of money. I can't imagine they're, they're offering an exorbitant amount of money. You're an amateur. So just accept it that you're worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it costs you money. <laughs> yeah, make money. <laughs> yeah. Be a capitalist, babe. Whatever, you know? And like give people presents for like for their birthday or Christmas for free and then charge them if they want to commission something. You know, you can have like your different rules and tiers and like do I don't know, do do what I can I I don't know what's happening with me for this one. Uh, crochet all day, queen. <laughs> I just don't. This is such a non-issue to me. This is like you just need to get over it. Yeah, you're buying. You just goods, need to get over it. You're doing a service. People want to buy your product. Like you don't have to take money. You should like whatever. You're spending money. You don't have to make money. You. This is the thing. You do not have to make money from this enterprise. Simply charge the amount of uh, the cost of materials. Yeah, that's a that's a great. That's what Bernie Sanders would do, okay? Yeah, I I've been sending my pottery to my friends. I if they want something and I'm and I'm not actively using it and it's just taking up space, I'm like, "Great. Like, will you cover shipping? Like, you can just you can do whatever you want. Do whatever makes you feel good." Like, but you like if you if you're whatever. <laughs> what did you think we were going to tell you? Did we think did you think you were, we were going to come in here and say, "Don't take the money. Don't take just stand your ground and don't take the money." No, lady. <laughs> Make money. Take the money. Show us your stuff, by the way. Email us a picture of your stuff. I want to see it. And I want a potholder. I want a (laughs) potholder that says sit on my face. Okay. Wow. Merch. I love that. Actually, can you make all our merch for us? For free. free. (laughs) JK, we would never. We We will only pay the cost of materials, though. None of your labor will be paid. (laughs) We are evil. Yeah. Let the record show. Just stop worrying about this shit. There are bigger things in the world than you getting paid for your crochet. Okay. There's no time. Continue There's to slay. No time. Continue to crochet. Okay. Moving. Hi. <laughs> Next email. <laughs> Feeling silly today. I, am I reading? I think you should read it. Okay. Dear Mitra and Joel, I flipped a coin to see who'd go first. It was heads. Mitra was heads. Joel was tails for obvious reasons. Okay. Okay. And, <laughs> uh, not, not so obvious, I have um, to say. Okay. I actually have a, kind of an epic ass. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> and howdy to hot producer Chelsea. Uh, you mean, I know you mean Heather. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't do this joke anymore because I don't want people to actually think her name is Heather. But it is funny is- that someone called you Heather. <laughs> 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 to just take a swing like that. <laughs> you it's can also that. say hot producer. Like, Heather you know, you is a, is a lateral move away from Chelsea, I'll say. She's not she's in the neighborhood. She's okay. in the neighborhood. I don't think so. <laughs> I was literally looking at the word like it's C H and H is Heather. That's all I, that's it. Yeah, but the vibe is similar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Chelsea is pissed. We're actually seeing a, we're seeing a new side of Chelsea today, which I'm loving. Pissed producer Chelsea. That's Angry. how you should address her from <laughs> rage-filled producer Chelsea. <laughs> okay. 
How do I? <laughs> okay. How do I ask my roommate to use less toilet paper, especially when she's menstruating? We average about two rolls of TP a week between the two of us, and it's just too much for both my wallet and the environment. I bought a tushy bidet for us, so I don't use as much toilet paper as before, but our consumption has de- hasn't decreased as much as expected. <laughs> On weeks when she has her period, we use up even more rolls than normal, which is fair, but I'm pretty sure it's just because she wraps her used tampons and pads in a bunch of toilet paper like a little cocoon before tossing it into the bathroom trash can. I'm a gay man who grew up with two older sisters, so I'm not squeamish about seeing used hygiene products in the trash, but how do I communicate that she shouldn't be so wasteful without it sounding weird? Like, I don't want to see, like, I want to see her bloody tampons. We split the cost of the TP, but I don't want to split it one third and two thirds because I'd rather not... I'd rather not do more math than necessary because, again, I'm gay. Looking for more, looking for both earnest and unhinged solutions here. So go wild and unrelated. Please sit on my face anytime you like. Great. Okay. Um. <clears throat> sort of. Uh, we've got a cocoon for a tampon. We've got tampons. Mm-hmm. Tampon police. <laughs> That's the, the tampon police. <laughs> tampon police. Should we just? Should it just be that? Tampon police? <laughs> or I guess it's more toilet paper police. Yeah, it is more toilet paper police. Um, but um, T, um, TPD. <laughs> the TPD. The TPD is in town. Yeah. Um, Law and order toilet paper unit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thoughts? Law and order toilet paper unit. <laughs> I'm just dunk, saying. Dunk. It. I'm just repeating it. As usual, I'm just And then also, don't don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name too in parentheses. Non-order toilet paper unit. Dong dong. Okay. okay. <laughs> we have no choice but to continue. So I say yes. Okay. I say yes to this idea. <laughs> um, as a person who menstruates, Mitra, what do you think here? Get over is it, it. Is it get necessary? Over it. I think get over it. I, I really like we are programmed to have so much shame about our periods. <laughs> and like it just I don't get over it. Like if you, if you don't want to do the math and you don't want to charge this person more or whatever, get over it. It will sound weird if you're like policing her dealing with her period. Yeah. It does feel like you're sort of shoehorning in the environmental angle here to make it a sort of a woke reason for doing this. I will say I have two suggestions though, other than get over it. Great. Which I, I want to point out that, Mitra, you chose this email and your advice is get over it. But the, I, I read it and I was like, I just felt strongly, get over it. Get like over I wanted it. to be, I wanted to have the opportunity on our podcast that millions of people listen to, to say, get over it. Yeah. And that's powerful. And I agree. You but don't in have the a period. Interest- like <laughs> it's, it's a nightmare. It's horrible. It sounds great, actually. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> I love every moment of it. The best part of my month, hmm, um, shooting clots out of my pussy for two days straight while I try to work while having agony. <laughs> <laughs> and you're worried about TP. Okay. Here's my first suggestion. Okay. And if you don't, if you simply cannot get over it for whatever reason, you fucking freak. You fucking freak. <laughs> uh, get a, Get one of those little trash cans. With a little liner in it and put it by the toilet and just say, hey, I got this for you so you don't have to wrap your, to- your tampons in toilet paper. And you empty it, you manage it, and it's just a little trash can with a lid on it that, you can, that she can use just for her. And you can paint it pink and say, this is your special trash can, lady. My queen. I get you a special trash can queen. Slay all day. Slay all day with your tampons, queen, in this trash can, please. Um, would you be offended? Line, but even if there's a liner in there, I like I personally like I I don't do like a huge cocoon, but I still will kind of do like a courtesy wrap of toilet paper. And I don't know if it's for other people or if it's for me, but it's just something that I always do. Can't you flush them? Why don't you just flush them? They clog I would just up. flush them. I they just usually, tell you to flush them. They usually just clog shit up. I don't care. Flush them. Okay. <laughs> In that case, flush them clean. <laughs> flush them clean. I did think when I was um, like first first start of my period, I thought you could put it just put it all in the toilet, like the the applicator. And oh wow! <laughs> and um, yeah, destroyed the toilet. <laughs> here's my other suggestion, and tell me if I'm being crazy. But if you care so much about the TP. You have her be in charge of buying the TP and you take on some other 
household um, item to yeah. be like, I'll I'll get the I'll do the kitchen, you do the bathroom. That's great. And that way, yeah, and that I way she can control how, you, know, and then she doesn't have to wor- worry about how much t- TP she's using because it's coming out of her budget, and you can use all, and and you're only responsible for the for the paper towels. I, I understand that this is like a, a difficult time financially for many people. And I feel, but I do feel like there's probably something in the house that you use more of too. Probably like maybe not, but like maybe you, you use more fucking water or whatever. Like there's probably yep. something. You got to clean your ass. You dirty fucking <laughs> gay, you dirty gay and your dirty ass. We yes. know how you have sex. You dirty <laughs> ass. <laughs> Yeah, that. Thank you for finishing my sentence for me, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I just feel like in all like in these like very sort of precise transactional things, there's probably something that this our emailer is using more of, or maybe not. But I yeah, it comes out in the wash. I, I I say it usually all comes out in the wash with these sorts of things. But if it really doesn't, and you really feel strongly about it, suggest to her that she take over the toilet paper and you take over something else. Yeah. And in the interest of equality and feminism, make it two things. I'm going to get the paper towels and all the dish soap, and you get the TP. You, yeah, have, we you want you to lose. So, we want you to lose a lot of money on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just. I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. If if I've I've lived with guys a ton and if any of them yelled at me about what I was not yelled, but if, if I got confronted about my tampon disposal by one of the guys that I lived with, I would not take kindly to it. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> Personally, that that's just me, but I I wouldn't be psyched. Yeah. <laughs> um fair. Fair. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I just don't think it's worth it. Um, but I think Joel's solution is nice. Great. 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 <laughs> you dirty fucking gay. <laughs> okay. Not endorsing, not condoning. Moving on to the next voice. It's <laughs> <laughs> our last one. It's our last voicemail. I mean, wow. Chelsea's done today. (laughs) (laughs) She got called Heather and now she's pissed. Okay, start it again. (laughs) Heather's Heather's the name we use when Chelsea's mad at us. (laughs) I first want to apologize because I am not a bisexual woman. I am, in fact, a straight man. Very sorry about that. Um, I'm calling today because uh, I am 34 and I have been with my wife for, well, since we were 16. And uh, it's really great. Nothing about our relationship is there is is bad. But uh, she doesn't have any, like, really serious friends. I mean, she has one best friend and then um, doesn't have any other friends. Um, She's friendly. She's great. She's, like, my favorite person in the whole world. She should have friends. um, But she just doesn't um, go and meet people. I know during the pandemic, that's, like, a dumb thing to say, but it's been, like, before that, too. So uh, I just... Wanted to know if you had any advice about getting her out there or encouraging her to like meet people and be friends. Uh, yeah, definitely. I love you both. If I were not in a committed relationship, I would please have you both sit on my face. Okay, bye. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> we beg. Um. Okay. Um. Friend zone. Um, one you know, friend. Um, one, one singular friend. But he's sort of a pusher. Mm-hmm. He's a pusher. He's a friend pusher. Mm-hmm. Um, who's... Well, Tina Fey's character in Mean Girls. She's a pusher. She pushes. Yeah. So Tina Fey. <laughs> the thing would call her is Tina Fey's character in Mean Girls. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> 
I put my foot down. No. Okay, what's what's your epic pitch? <laughs> um m- m- man <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Tina Fey's character in Mean Girls. Tina Fey's character in Mean Girls. It is. I actually don't know if there's a good title of that this time. Okay, but I actually think it's really funny if this episode is called Tina Fey's Tina character, character from Mean Girls. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, but... July gets to decide. We don't get to decide. We don't get to decide, We we just, but we are allowed to weigh in. We are allowed to weigh in. <laughs> But ultimately, it's July's decision. He does usually listen to us, though. That's true. Um, if there is a better one than Tina Fey's character in Mean Girls, I invite you. I'm yeah, for you no, to I use know. it as title of that. I know, but I know. I don't think it exists. <laughs> you know what else doesn't exist? The limit! <laughs> Die. Fully torturing Joel this episode. Um, wow. Yeah. Maybe maybe my worst performance performance as host. No, 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 no. <laughs> Thus far. <laughs> You're giving it your all. I am. But that doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, but I'm giving it at like 50% because I'm nauseous, you know? Hmm, I'm sorry to hear that. Did you eat hmm. Subway again? I always do. Hate to hear it. Okay. <laughs> Um, my question when I heard this was, does she care? Like, does she care that she only has one friend? That's really the most important thing to me because there are just some people who don't care. Like, and, and I feel like this year has taught so many people that, I mean, myself included that like, it's more about like having a smaller close for for me it is more about having a smaller close circle of friends than it is about having like a hundred friends or something like yeah. that. yeah and some people are just a one friend person yeah. i know so many people are just one friend people and it doesn't it, unless she cares it doesn't seem like it's your place to sort of like push her out of the nest and no. push her into getting friends it's okay like if she is okay with the amount of friends that she has even if it's really weird to you it's not your issue. It's not your problem. Like if she's happy with that, great. I think it's awesome. And you might and you might be enough, and that's sweet. You know? You might be enough for her. And maybe she's not enough for you in that regard and you feel guilty and you you're sort of like thinking like, "Well, she's not enough for me, so how can I be enough for her?" But babe, that's not how this works. She's happy. Yeah, if she's happy. But if she does feel nervous about going out and or like putting yourself out there and meeting people you can do things like I feel like surprising like I know I always say pottery because it's my experience but like surprising her with a class or something like that if she if she has something she's talked about doing that she really wants to do or like I don't know forcing her into a group situation that is based on something that she has expressed interest in might be a, a nice idea or something like um but only if she cares. Like deserting her at a party. Desert her at a party. Leave her and and be like, take her cell phone. That way she has to figure out a way to get home. And then I'll force her to talk to people. That's She'll have true. to explain. Yeah. And I'm sure it might cause some friction in your marriage, but you've been together since you were sixteen, as you said. That's like over half your life you've been together. She'll forgive you. And you can explain to her patiently, it's babe, I just want you to have more friends, more than one friend. And she'll get it. She'll get it because she'll have new friends. Yeah, it, I, I, I just don't think it's, I just don't think it's a big problem. I also think it's just going to be hard. Like it's been really hard to make new friends during the pandemic too. Like, well, and I'll also say at thirty four, it's. I mean, I'm making new friends all the time, but it it is that the older you get, it's like. Why make new friends? If you've got the one friend that's made it to you with with you to 34, it's like, that's the one and I don't need any more. And I kind of get where where she's coming from and that if that's her vibe. Yeah, she's clearly great at maintaining long-term meaningful relationships. So I think it's like an incredibly positive quality. There are people I know who are fucking, their turnover rate is insane. Through the roof. (laughs) Through the fucking roof. Yeah. So find out if it actually bothers her. If it does um, push her to put herself out there, whether it's a class or like some kind of like, you know, there are all those like intramural online like 
meetup things that you can do. There are ways to make friends. It's just also a thriving online community. And there's so many things you can do online that you couldn't do before. The internet is amazing. Yeah. So. I, I didn't want to suggest once again to go flock to the internet, but it's true. They're there. And there's like lots of fun, like Zoom classes going on. Yes. There's I think ways. great friends on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, you know, there, well, there are a lot of ways to make friends, uh, but it, but make sure you're not forcing her to do something that she doesn't care about. Yeah, it won't, please. it won't take unless she wants to do it. Yeah, exactly. Leave your lo- wife alone. But please. you don't have to also feel bad about like having more friends. Like y- y- you might have a, a larger circle of close friends than her, and that's cool too. If it doesn't bother her, and it do- like it shouldn't bother you. It's really her. Ex- it's, it's like, are you projecting what her experience of your friend group? is i feel like is the question that's all think about your own choices in your own <laughs> life for once um yeah that's all that's all great joel great. <laughs> a very Nietzsche. smiley giggly episode it really was it really was was it helpful to anyone certainly who's not. to say <laughs> i i just want to Salute Heather for her work on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. I want to salute Chelsea for her work tirelessly. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. Thank you. Um, if you want to get some of the worst advice you'll ever get in your life, please email urgentcarepod at gmail.com or call 323-334-0371. Leave a voicemail. Try to keep it relatively short, but also give us as many details as you can. Um, it's an impossible challenge, and we will yell at you no matter what you do. But please, please do it. Um, Joel, thanks thanks for everything. Yeah, always a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure. Highlight of my week every week. Joel, yeah. thanks so much for everything. Thank, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mitra. I'm, and- I'm down on my knees sucking you off right now. <laughs> all right well we gotta get offline so we can continue this whatever 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 goodbye <laughs> Bye. we're done bye